Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Our relationships are most important. We should never devalue or uh, turn down relationships. They're valuable. They're important. They're life-changing. They're life-building. They're life-establishing. They're life-sustaining. Relationships are extremely important. Whether you have one or you have 20. Now, most people know in a kind of a reasonably close manner about three people. Ten people are on their list as to being fairly well known and having some kind of a reasonable relationship with them. Three people are really close to most of us. And even beyond that, many of us have that one person that is really the deep, deep love or the deep deep relationship in our life now beyond that we obviously we know a lot of people we know 12 15 20 30 40 whatever it might be we know a lot of people but those close to us are few we don't need to have a large number of friends but we need to have friends and if we only have one or two or three close friends that's good sometimes that's even better than having 10 or 15 moderately close friends. So relationships are extremely important and we want to keep our relationships balanced. We want to keep our relationships in a reasonably comfortable position so that we can rely on people, they can rely on us. We can call upon people, they can call upon us. They can become part of our life, we become part of their life. Circumstances come around and we become part of that set of circumstances. They become part of our set of circumstances. Relationships are give and take, back and forth. And when you lose close relationships, you've lost a deep friend. You've lost, it's like a death. Grieving takes part, takes place in our life, takes place in our life when we lose a close friend. It doesn't have to be by death. It can be just by departure. And for some reason, they move away or they choose to offend you or choose to break the relationship and go in a different direction or whatever it might be that those kind of experiences hurt and they hurt deeply and they hurt for a long period of time perhaps forever let me give you five principles five or six principles here about keeping your relationships in balance now here's the first one let me help you understand it if your feelings get hurt in a relationship step up and take charge of that situation and clear it up. Clear it up through assertive communication. In other words, address the issue. Address the person. Figure out why your feelings were hurt. Figure out why they did that and what you can do to restore that relationship if possible. So, if feelings get hurt, step up to the plate, be assertive, and clear up whatever the situation is that clouds the integrity and the importance and value of that relationship in your life whether that's a spouse or whether that's a family member or whether it's a friend or a colleague or an associate or whomever here's number two you can be happy even if all areas of your life and of your relationships are not happy in other words it's not all or nothing you can experience a level of joy and peace and happiness 
even when there are elements of your relationships with somebody that are not in place or they're not in a good spot. In other words, it's not all or nothing. Know that you're happy in areas of your life and with people of your life, even if all areas and all people of your life are not part of that happiness circle. It's not all or nothing. Take your happiness as you can and live on it and explain it and explore it and live it out. Okay, here's number three. Always show appreciation and gratitude. Always. You know, people might disappoint you, but there's always areas that you are thankful for and you can express your appreciation and gratitude. Don't fall short when it comes to gratitude. Be thankful for what you have in a given relationship. What is good about that particular relationship, even though it's not all good and it's not all happiness. A marriage as an example. Lots of problems in marriages, but you can still have areas of your life and your relationship that is happy. Express it. Always show it. Express it. Be a person of gratitude. Be a person of appreciation. Here's number four. Check the feelings you have about your spouse periodically. And check the feelings and temperature of your spouse regarding you periodically. In other words, do a periodic checkup. How do you feel about your spouse? How does your spouse feel about you? How is your spouse feeling? How are you feeling about your relationship, about your marriage, and about what's going on in your home and in your relationship? Check out the feeling temperature. Your own, your spouse's, together, the marriage, the family. How are you all doing? And if there's something a little bit off, take care of it. Get it corrected. Get back to square one. Get back to happiness. Here's number five. Feelings may not always be the correct indicator of what's going on in a relationship. Feelings are one indicator, and they can be misguided, and they can be influenced, and they can be misunderstood. Look at feelings, that's true. But consider the behavior patterns, the lifestyle of the people in your life. Are they getting better because of you? Are they getting better because of the way that you treat them? Are they getting better because of the relationship they have with you? Are you getting better because of the relationship you have with them? Look at the life trends, the patterns of behavior. What are the trends? Are they going for the good or are they going for bad? Are you opening up and being cheerful and happy and talkative and interactive? Or are you closing down and being more isolative and reclusive? So feelings are not always the best indicator. Look at other factors, lifestyle and patterns of behavior and trends of behavior. That's probably more important. Keep your relationship in balance. Keep your relationships fresh. Keep your relationships healthy. Keep your relationships current, proactive. Be active. Hike, bike, swim, walk, talk, watch movies and plays and concerts and symphonies and things like that. Be active together. Build memories. Build happy memories. Build memorable memories that will last for a lifetime. You have a lifetime to build memories, and then you can enjoy them for a long time thereafter and share them with others so they'll enjoy your life and your experiences as well. Your experiences are yours, but they're also yours to share, as are our other people. Their relationships are theirs, but they can share their relationships with you as well and their experiences with you as well. So keep your relationships balanced. Keep them fresh. 
keep them exciting keep them in a contributing manner to your life so that you're better as a result of the relationships you are in so nice to have you join me and um, let me refer you to my book and uh, you might find the book helpful and good reading now as we face the end of the summer and then into the fall title is living life at its best you can get it at Barnes and Noble you can get it at I'm on Amazon you get it from my office living life at its best one of my books that I've written uh, a couple years ago and good seller and people like it people like reading it they give some good ideas how you can enrich your life and live life at the highest level anyway thanks for joining me and bye for now mm-hmm.